Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's great to have your company again this afternoon. You're on TSB, Talk Sport Business, here on Talk 100.3. Uh, don't forget, later on this afternoon, you've got more chances to win tickets uh, to enjoy the global Gujarat Mahotsav. Uh, we've got tickets, standard tickets, VIP tickets. It's a huge event that's happening uh, this weekend, the 4th of September, from 6pm onwards at Creek Park. So it's certainly one uh, that we can't wait for. But our next guest who is going to be joining us on Zoom is the CEO of the Abu Dhabi Cricket and Sports Hub. He's an advisor for the Abu Dhabi Sports Council for the Abu Dhabi T10 and uh, the great thing is the Abu Dhabi Cricket and Sports Hub is going to become the first and only venue in the world to have two such ovals at the same facility. It's fantastic, isn't it? It indeed is. You know, I've, I've uh, you know watched a bunch of games and I've called a few games uh, from uh, the Zayed Cricket Stadium in Abu Dhabi and it is so amazing. The facilities over there are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, it, a very, very international standard ovals over there. Uh, you have two uh, sides where you can sit in the stands and watch and then two beautiful mounds where yeah. you can actually in the winters chill and watch a good game of cricket and with another oval coming up the, uh, it is it's a just addition uh, to what uh, you know spectacle uh, Zayed Cricket Stadium is already Well to get more details on this he's joining us uh, via Zoom is the CEO of the Abu Dhabi Cricket and Sports Hub Matthew Boucher I think he's with us Matthew uh, are you connected can you hear us on Talk 100.3 I can hear you loud and clear guys thanks a lot for having me good afternoon Good afternoon. Uh, Matt, first up, uh, congratulations on uh, the new uh, Tolerance Oval, which is uh, now the fourth of its kind in the country. And uh, you got the ICC accreditation also on that. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. I appreciate the words. And uh, we, we worked hard just before uh, the hosting of the second Indian Premier League in the ICC T20 World Cup when they were re- relocated from their original host countries to really elevate our cricket facilities here and bring that up to world-class standards. So we've got 54 clay strips now. Uh, we've got two day-night ICC uh, accredited T20 and ODI international ovals, which is fantastic. So that gives us a, a really good playground to rotate our international uh, and any franchise cricket going on, including all the practice, which we always sometimes forget. Every wow. time we see some of these international schedules, there's a huge, uh, a huge demand for practice beforehand. 
Uh, even back to the Indian Premier League, we had Mumbai Indians here for six to seven weeks beforehand. Right. So again, rotating around the ovals, clays are definitely a, uh, a very delicate product. Um, so we've got to look after our facilities and just that gives us an, another another avenue. We've uh, increased some junior ovals. We've got an under eights AstroTurf, an under tens AstroTurf, and now we've got three full-size community uh, AstroTurf ovals as well. So yeah, on, on the cricket side, we're pretty pleased with where we are and it's great to be hosting events again. Yeah, I think, I think so. It's great for the region that we've seen here. We've got the Asian Cricket Championships uh, that are currently on uh, being played right across the UAE. Uh, we've also uh, got uh, the inaugural uh, UAE T20 competition, the IL T20. Uh, you must be excited about having world-class cricket again back at your venues uh, coming up in January. Yeah, absolutely. And just today we've uh, announced that we'll be hosting the uh, ICC Women's World Qualifier right. uh, T20 Qualifier in Abu Dhabi on September the 15th, so eight nations. And then, of course, the qualifiers of that go through to the T20 World Cup for women's from the ICC event, which is brilliant. So, yeah, very pleased to be having that. Uh, everybody's everybody's looking forward to the next steps on the International League T20, uh, which is hosted by the Emirates Cricket Board, our good partners. And, yeah, we have two teams in Abu Dhabi. We've got the Abu Dhabi Knight Riders and we've got the My Emirates, uh, powered by Reliance. Both franchises, both ownerships, very familiar with us, which is good. Mm-hmm. And we're familiar with them from, again, that IPL practice session that I alluded to, uh, both Mumbai and KKR at that time. So it's almost two teams are coming back uh, to the capital city, which is good. Uh, looking forward to the schedule being announced. The players are pretty cool. Um, and yeah, that, as you say, that's really, really great to have regular confirmed cricket back in the UAE. No, yeah, absolutely. You know, I've, in fact, this morning itself, I was uh, reading about uh, the ICC Women's World Cup uh, qualifiers, uh, as you mentioned a while back. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing to see all those games, uh, you know, uh, scheduled at uh, the Abu Dhabi Cricket Stadiums, uh, both the ovals at Zayed Cricket Stadium and a Tolerance Oval. Uh, it, it is it is amazing to see that world-class events being hosted at you know one venue and we, we are not going to shy away from saying the fact that it just makes us extremely proud yeah it does and it's brilliant to be a host and we're, we're very pleased and we're very privileged to to host these international events when they come in and uh, as always guys you, you never want to be too top heavy with these ones um, and only work with international rights holders we're, we're planning 192 community cricket matches over that domestic season mm-hmm. Uh, we've got 270 odd kids registered in the academy. Again, wow. they need to play. We've got yeah. competitive structures again with our friends at the Emirates Cricket Board. And Dubai and Sharjah are doing great jobs as well with all the private academies that the UAE can boast. So, yeah, for, for, from that, uh, it's an overused word, but that pyramid and that pathway is, is really leading up now to some iconic top tier events, including the Abu Dhabi T10, uh, which we still have two more years to host. And I, I think that complete sports program and pyramid is looking better than it ha- has ever before. Yeah, you mentioned about Abu Dhabi T10. You know, it's it's an it's probably one of the first events that was a full-fledged event that uh, you know Abu Dhabi started hosting, uh, where international uh, players would come in and play, and and it's it's been like a benchmark where. Uh, international players rub shoulders with the domestic boys and the experience that the younger uh, kids are getting is just phenomenal. I mean, for us, getting you know getting opportunities to play alongside and train alongside Chris Gale is just amazing, isn't it? Yeah, he's a, he's a great player, isn't he? Yes. Uh, but yes, look, when, we, when we first came on board, which was about four years ago now, we, we looked at the landscape of world cricket and, mm-hmm. and any opportunities that Abu Dhabi could host that wasn't... Um, let's call it reactive, something that we would have a destination host contract that we would then on an annual basis know that we would be able to host. And 
Uh, we really okay. liked what the guys had done at um, the T10 in Sharjah for the first couple of right. years. So signed a really nice five-year term with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some public and private partners in to support us with that, which was really fun. And yeah, the teams are, the teams have been outstanding. We've been really, really pleased with the, the strength of the teams. Uh, we, we're going to eight teams this year, which will be uh, another added element, 33 matches, 23rd of November to the 4th of December. And again, finishing over that National Day weekend. Work. Right. Uh, yeah, so we're continuing that. And yeah, we, we, we've had some some challenges on your question with regards to COVID um, right. and bringing kids, bringing the uh, the highest of the domestic levels into the same bubble and zone right. of the actual team, but will be thankfully bubble free this year. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> with that, we'll be looking forward to having, having the players much more in the community and having them much more sort of publicized than they have been in the last couple of years. And as you say, we've got some outstanding under 16s and 19s players. So giving them the experience of the T10 from all the team perspectives is, uh, mm-hmm. is something we're really looking forward to. Definitely. That was Chris Gale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 so I've, I've been associated with the ECB for some time, been coaching uh, the boys, uh, you yeah. know. Uh, so uh, Faraz has had so many stories to talk about Chris Gale and uh, the pictures that he keeps sharing on his, inter- on, on his Instagram. Uh, you know, he, he's definitely gained, I don't know about cricketing experience, but a lot of followers for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's one of the few cricketers that that properly does transcend the sport, doesn't it? Does yeah, yeah definitely. Even even his work that he's on uh, doing the sixty, uh, the competition, uh, which is being played uh, in in the West Indies at the moment, he he certainly has that. Uh, you know, but Abu Dhabi, as we we get to the cooler months and we see that more more cricket is uh, certainly being played, uh, we also saw there was the renaming of many events in uh, of many arenas in Abu Dhabi in uh, in a tie up to more Olympic names and with more Olympic sports. Uh, how do you see this, Matt? Is, is do you see this as part of the the facilities in the regions there could be looking to uh, move across and be multi-platform and multi multi-purpose venues in the years to come. Yeah, I think I think when you've got two priorities, which is really our community priority, um, which is an association with the Sports Council and Department of uh, Community Development, which is uh, essentially getting everybody's off their sofas and off their iPads and off the phones and practicing <laughs> physical exercise on a daily basis and doing all those things that we all know we should do more of, but potentially we don't, and right. creating that that scaffolding that's well-priced and the facilities are good mm-hmm. um, and they're accessible. So again, it's not a security guard telling you and your two-year-old daughter that you can't run on the grass. Right. It's being open and available and well-priced on that. And then the other, of course, twin priority is this international uh, hosting platform that again promotes Abu Dhabi and promotes the venue. So I think from our perspective, you know, we, we currently, I think we practice 41 sports on a regular basis. We're mm-hmm. 775 and athletes coming through the doors this year so we just felt that um, being a bit wider than a cricket venue uh, was better for our our next stage of development and yeah we're pretty pleased um, we are a sports hub we, we're in action 300 325 days a year and we're pleased with the renaming the rebranding in answer to your question i definitely see that it will be something that uh, other venues take on board as well some some obviously have done we've got the singapore sports hub and other uh, great examples from around the world but with the community focus that we have, it's an important part of our next stage. No, absolutely. Uh, the, the way, uh, you know, uh, Abu Dhabi has been, uh, you know, doing uh, things to ensure that the sport development happens in, in the region, in the community, is it's phenomenal. In fact, uh, uh, you know, Abu Dhabi, uh, the, the Abu Dhabi cricket team that participates in uh, the Emirates D20 did extremely well this season. Uh, you know, we, we, we have been seeing them as one of those teams that has been lounging at the bottom. But uh, this season, they were phenomenal. They reached the finals, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, we lost in the final. You, you, you're exactly right, and it's a really nice, it's a really nice example you bring up there. I think we got hammered in the first couple of couple of tournaments, yeah. um, for probably eighteen months ago, and and just just the way we did our selection criteria, the way that we approached that was uh, more amateur than it was mm-hmm. uh, professional. And then we completely changed the way we selected. The first thing we did was fitness tests. Right. Uh, we did some people even on the most capable players, and then immediately, if you didn't pass that, then you didn't go through to stage two. And it, it was hot, wasn't it, in Ajman? And I think, oh, again, was. that whole fitness, you, you could see, I think, the quality levels tail off at the end of the tournament. So, again, we've got another level there where we can really improve. But, you know, bring, bringing together the top 20, 25 cricketers that the Emirate can boast, together with all the other Emirates, it, it's, a, it's a good platform. We're pleased with how we did. Uh, we could have done a little bit better, I think, but mm-hmm. uh, we're looking forward to the next well, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's we're, all, we're very much looking forward to the next tournament, but uh, we do appreciate your time this afternoon, Matthew. Uh, we know how busy you are, and thank you for joining us on Talk 100.3. No, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for being flexible there on the timings and appreciate all your support. Yeah, no problem at all. That is uh, Matthew Boucher, the CEO of Abu Dhabi Cricket and the Sports Hub, and he's an advisor for the Abu Dhabi Sports Council uh, for the Abu Dhabi T10 League. Cannot wait for it this year, the Abu Dhabi oh, T10. Absolutely. I, I tell you, this is going to be uh, one notch better. And... Uh, with, with the developments that have hap- that have happened in Abu Dhabi, uh, I, I think you know sports just got a better uplift. You're on TSB Talk Sport Business here on Talk 100.3. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB Talk Sport Business podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from three to seven pm across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.